Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Well, hello. How is everyone? Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast. We meet again. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Right now, where I sit. Hold on. Fucking wake up. Outside, it is 21 degrees. Rare. Rare for, excuse me, for November 1. Holy cow. Uh, I think we're supposed to snap out of it soon, but um, we got snow. Holy crap. Uh, Only on the grass. Now, if you go just a handful of miles to the west towards Lake Michigan, they got hammered. Like a lot of snow, like half a foot, maybe even a foot. I don't know. Fuck me. Not ready for this. I haven't even, I'm, I still have grass to mow. Uh, so that's kind of weird. Down in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, 29 degrees. Get serious. That's even more impressive than what I have here. 29 degrees in Nashville. That's the South. Last Saturday, they had 87 there, he says. Chris in Maine says, easy rhyme, tracksuit looking fresh. That's right. You got to go with the white uh, Ray DeVito Adidas. Polly Walnuts. My God, today is a dear meathead day. We will check in with my dad. Uh, last week, what the hell happened? I think he, he wasn't ready, and then we had to do it on like Thursday. Chris says, easy. Are you wearing the matching uh, tracksuit pants? Well, I am wearing uh, tracksuit pants, but not the ones that came with this uh, this jacket. 
It's like almost opposite, but it's blue. I look like a, a Romanian hitman is what I look like. Jesus. Dear Meathead, if you have a question for Dad, uh, you can send it along on the Shoreliner Striping inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Uh, he would love to hear from you. He's going to be, you know, I don't know if he got snow over there on his side of the state, but if he did, he's going to be pissed because that's going to interfere with uh, uh, leaf raking. Chris and GR says, yo, easy. You need a gold chain to top it off to complete the ensemble. God, I love Adidas track suits. I always have. I, uh, when I was a kid, I had a paper route. And, um, so I'd make like 50 bucks a week. It was such a pain in the ass too, because back then you would, uh, ride on your bike with the papers over your shoulder and then you deliver them. And then, uh, at the end of the week, you have to collect a buck 25 for the paper and they make you bang on the door collect dollar 25 so typically they'd give you a tip of some coins maybe a buck if you're lucky darla no and uh because you have to pay for the papers and everything after you pay your bill for the papers then everything left over you can keep so Let's say the papers cost like 60 bucks. You got to pay for that. And if you uh, collect and everybody pays, you're going to make a pretty fair amount of money for a kid. So I saved my money and um, I had like $3,000 saved up. And then I got a car. The Catalina. And I so badly wanted that thing to go faster because all the rich dickhead uh, Italians at my school, they were driving IROC Zs and uh, Formula Firebirds. And I had a 74 Pontiac Catalina. And I was just fast enough to hang with them in that big boat, but I was having trouble beating them because we would race. Okay. Uh, you come to the line at like 13 at Hoover, 13 mile road. And, uh, the light goes green and you just, you just nail it. We didn't give a fuck. So I'd beat some, but not all of them. And this fucking Dick had this Dodge charger and he would always kick my ass. His name was Jim head. It's like, that was his name, Jim head. And not, not going to lie. His dad's first name was Richard. How funny is that? Um, so then someone said, Hey, if you buy dual exhaust and install dual exhaust on that Catalina, you're going to increase your horsepower. You're going to kick his ass. So I went to the bank and I drained all of my fucking money out of there. And I bought not only a new dual exhaust system, I was 16 years old. Hey, uh, welcome. Hey, thanks for uh, opening early, muffler man. 
You think you can install dual exhaust on this old ass piece of shit? And then I went over to the Universal Mall and bought Adidas tracksuits, a black leather jacket, trench, and Adidas sneakers. All told, I had like 80 cents left over. So then what do you do? You keep it from your dad. Because dad was the one who's always like, save your money, save your money. He didn't have any money himself. But he would, uh, um, you know, project that onto me because he he didn't save any money. So he'd, he'd want me to save money. And I was like, fuck that. You didn't save any money. I'm going to spend all my, all, all my fucking money. So that's what I did. And then he saw the dual exhaust. He could see, like, because what you do is you then go over to uh, uh, Murray's Auto Parts. And you get those fucking chrome tips. And... uh you, you uh, put them on the back because you got two exhaust pipes, but you want them to stick out, you know? So I put those fucking things on there and uh, he noticed them and he goes, what is this? What is this? What is this guy? And he was pissed. Meanwhile, I'm dressed like one of the beastie boys. Fuck me. I loved it. He's still, like, if you brought that up now to him, like, I'll, I'll bring it up to him when we're talking on Dear Meathead. And uh, I think he's still pissed about it. Hopefully, he remembers. Uh, anyway, you can send along a question for Dad, Eric, at ericzaneshow.com. Uh, I called him yesterday, and uh, he was upstairs. Now, at this old house that he lives in, Upstairs is like a deadly ladder. It's the steepest set of stairs you will ever see. And he can barely move. And I'm like, you guys have to bring that bedroom from up there down. I mean, I did that for the NFK. Guy can barely walk. Shouldn't be on steps. Okay. Uh, Kenny says the quote from my dad. Hey, you've got some memory there, guy. That sounds about right. Speaking of Kenny, I have a big announcement. All right. Now this is going to rock his world. But Friday, I'm taking a day. Um, I'm heading up north Thursday. That's the plan. I, I might change my mind. I mean, I've gone back and forth on it, but I've already prepared to not be here. So Friday, I have uh, on Patreon an episode of something to listen to while I'm away from February 16th, 2010. That episode features Dude Chataway with Elmo, the guy who did the voice of Elmo. You're going to love that. But prior to that, you can check out not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Which is going to feature two things. The first of which, we're going back again for the vaunted Z-Speed Mobile Mechanic Saga. 
part one and two. This is like a 40-minute bit. It's incredible. Every so often we bust it out. It all stemmed from um, Kenny reached out to this local mobile mechanic. And everything went to shit. Now, I don't want to talk too much about it because that's going to get him all wound up and he's going to start saying, no, this is how it happened. This is how it happened. Shut up. All you know is you've got a merchant who fixes cars. Kenny hires him and then it falls through. Well, he got pissed and he went to Facebook to bitch. I did not see this. Kyler sent me screenshots of Kenny on his, uh, he was Israel and Z speed was Gaza days pass. I referenced it on this show. That's the bait. I put the bait on the hook and dropped it in and guess who took a big old bite That's probably the worst thing you can do is bite the hook around me. So the fish was pretty easy to reel in, but I let the line back out and the fish swam back out into the water and I reeled him in again. We did this over and over and over again. I went so far as to get the guy who owns Z-Speed Mobile Mechanic on the phone to discuss everything that happened. Motherfuck. Tyler says, <laughs> Tyler quoted, <laughs> he went full Eric Zane when we needed the Eric Zatunian. <laughs> Ow! I don't like this Eric Zane. I like Eric Zatunian. Give me him. God. Embarrassing. That will be Friday. Um, so, yeah, the plan is I got normal work day Thursday and then go up north fucking freezing up there i don't even know why the fuck i'm going up there i'm going up there seriously like the big thing i'm worried about is if i don't go up there uh like my lawnmower and uh shit like that i didn't put any of that stable in it you know that uh, fuel stabilizer uh, and i'm like uh, i don't think i want to go up it's cold fucking shit uh but i gotta put stable Inside of the inside of the lawnmower, I should probably do that. Uh, today is a big fraud Wednesday. Uh, ben and I are going to do who are these free beers again? I know a lot of you are like, well, wait a minute now. What about who are these Ottawa County fascists? I know, I know, I know. I have to review video to to do it, and I I haven't. So we are going to bust out who are these free beers. It's very important that we do who are these free beers though. By the way, uh, who are these Justins? 
I think is dead. Justin has given up. He no longer is on Patreon because I went and looked at his free podcast and I go, well, he's got one episode there that I haven't reviewed. It's about a half an hour long. Uh, what about Patreon? I can always just sign up for his Patreon. It's nowhere to be found. I reached out to his buddy who listens to us, Nick. And I go, hey, is he still? And he goes, no, I think you killed it. Referring to me, EZ, I think you killed his show. Remember when Justin started? He was like, oh my God, I'm so, I was born to do a podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so anyway, big fraud Wednesday today. Now, uh, we've got a lot to cover on the Freebird and Hot Wings show, including Monday's video, wait a minute, virtual live at night. That involves our heroes coming back to the radio station and doing the same thing that they do every day and then just do it in the evening. Uh, I was tipped off that our very own Trump uh, was able to get through and talk to our heroes. So I'm definitely going to be reviewing that. There is also a story about how another audience member, that would be Patrick in South Carolina, uh, got on. As I understand it, someone very close to this show, my show, who may or may not be me, convinced Patrick to call and try to uh, troll the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. The problem is Patrick took forever to, to actually start fucking with these guys. And it did not work out. It was a complete failure. And I'm like, how the fuck did you met? You were right there. You were talking to him. Why didn't you do? I, I, I don't know, man. So you, you've got to hear that. I'm, I'm going to play you that. And I'll play you when Trump got on in its entirety. In fact, I have a clip. See, there's our heroes. Now, hold on a second here. This thing's all fucked up. See if I can increase the size. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Doesn't like me. I guess it's got to keep it that size. This is what happened when the burn King uh, went to the phone and Trump was on it. Howings is wearing his um, drum major outfit for Halloween. Steve has a Paw Patrol mask. Uh, Freebeer had a skull mask on, took it off. Maitland is, I don't know what she is dressed as. Kelly has, I'm, I think this was like an, supposed to be like an astronaut's, uh, outfit. So they all dressed up for Halloween. How ridiculous is that? This is how it sounded when Trump 
got on the Freebird and Hot Wings show. We have okay. two people calling in. Oh, this is always, yeah, put them both on. Hello. Tremendous. Thank you so much for answering. This is maybe the fanciest idiot of them all when you think about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So they all recognize right away that it's Trump. However, one of them does not. I'm not going to reveal that right now. Just something to think about. Wow. That's amazing. Um, I have to say, Hot Wings looks like a piece of shit. Looking at, <laughs> look at him sitting there with this, this costume. I mean, his, his shoulders, he's such a puny, tiny little man when you think about it. All right, so now he's, he's killing. He's murdering. He is busting them up. Now, that's all shit that we've heard many times on this show. Look at uh, Kelly's there. Kelly can't even make weird guttural noises. Maitland laughing hysterically. Hot Wings big smile. Steve smiling, but he doesn't know why. Look at my man. Look at him sitting there with this. Think about it. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Um, I have to say, Hot Wings looks like a piece of shit. Looking at, look at him sitting there with this, this costume. I mean, his, his shoulders, he's such a puny, tiny little man when you think about it. He's so tiny. Tinier than Greg when you think about it. Okay. I don't want to spoil everything. Trump getting on the Free Baron Hot Wings show. Now... I don't think these people have any idea that Trump is a uh, is a regular on this show. However, there was one moment that when I was talking with Trump after that Trump said something and okay, the idea was Trump calls. Boy, it sounds like I almost came up with the concept for Trump right now. I'm just assuming this is what Trump was up to. Trump will get in there impress the hell out of them and then start to give um, tongue-in-cheek tips on doing a radio show. Things that we have been annoyed with with these guys for quite some time. And um, to see if they can figure out what's happening. I, I'm not really sure they did. I think they, they kind of had an idea that something was up, that there was another motive uh, in here, it other than just to call and do a funny voice, do do the voice of Trump. Uh, and then Trump referenced your old pal EZ. Now, we can't say for sure. There's a, After that happens, uh, Trump noticed that there was a reaction by uh, the Burn King himself that made Trump think that he figured he figured out the puzzle. Um, Linda says, this is going to be great. Aram says, free beer loves it. Patrick says, holy shit. That's amazing. Linda says, I can't wait for tonight. Chris says, Trump knows media. Probably the most known, probably the most knowledgeable of all. Probably. Tyler says, I'm guessing when the call ended, Freebird dropped. That was president Trump. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. All right. 
Uh, ben Glaze, EZ, who are these free beers? Tonight, probably get started, probably, uh, at around 6.15 typically is how we do it. You know, Ben has to get home from work, maybe get something to eat, freshen up a bit. The guy has long days. He has to get up at 3 in the fucking morning to get ready to do the radio show X's and Bros. Um, we need to go ahead and um, review a few of the opening minutes of X's and Bros in the last week. As you know, Ben Glaze is... Uh, well, he's kind of like establishing a uh, a pedigree for being awkward in the opening moments of that show, X's and Bros. All three of these gentlemen are in different locations, which makes this very difficult to do. You got Anthony Bellino somewhere in southeast Michigan, another guy uh, uh, to the north, and then Ben. So all of these moving parts... And the show starts with Anthony Bellino saying, all right, guys, uh, he kind of like does his own version of around the room. He says, uh, so uh, what's going on today? And then Ben, oh, fuck. Just so incredibly awkward the other day. And we featured it last week on uh, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So now that I've been tipped off, thank you to Chris uh, D for tipping me off about that. And if any of you are up at that hour, 6 a.m. on 96.1. Make sure you listen to the start of the show because that's like the time that they go to Ben. So if you ever hear anything, tip me off. I'll, I'll go back and listen myself and we'll be able to include that on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Kenny does an impression. Quote, what's going on today? Ben's response, uh, uh, I'm good. Uh, yeah, very Ben like answer. We're also going to feature on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, the video that I, uh, that I unearthed of the NFK. All right. That when he had this old track phone, he was sitting at Diana's cousin's house and you just see his face confused. And he has uh, hit the record button on the video. And he's pissed off because he cannot figure out how to take a picture. He doesn't know he's recording himself. And he punches himself in the face. He's so pissed off. And then it gets even worse. We're going to feature that. What else did I write down? That's about it. Um, Okay, so that's going on today. It's a big fraud Wednesday. I forgot to mention this. In addition to Z Speed on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast, some of you need to be uh, dealt in on also NFK related. My brother in law, Diana's brother, Kevin. Um, you need to be aware and you need to hear the original telling of the most ridiculous story I have ever told in all of my years of doing this. Um, and a lot of these stories usually involve Diana's brother. 
But yes, we are nearly one year removed. It was nearly one year ago. It was one year ago in November of 2022 that the infamous Gary at the Men's Warehouse story unfolded. Now, this is such a substantial story that we will have this for years to come and no one will get tired of it. This is like my uh, fucking Burt Kreischer Russian mafia thing. And, um, yeah, it's the problem with it is when I start to think about it, then I talk about it, and then I, I, I rip off some of... So I don't want to do that. All you need to know is that on Friday, I will publish not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. The very first segment is the Gary from the men's warehouse story. It's centered around having to get the NFK a suit for Jackie's wedding. And boy, did we. My God. It's shit like that, that if I ever did get up the energy to write a book, that would be it. It would, you just start with that story. And then it doesn't even matter what's uh, what's after the book because, you know, everybody will so love that first story that they'll just they'll just continue to read. Fuck! If the first twenty pages were the Gary from the Men's Warehouse story, and the rest of the of the book was just bullshit that didn't matter and was boring, they would st- it'd still be a bestseller. It'd be number one. So. That will be in its original form when I told it here. I remember when that thing went down. I had plenty of time before I could tell it, I think. So I could really kind of percolate on it. Because when all of the unbelievable things happened, for some reason, the way my brain works, when there's something that's a great story actually unfolds before me, in the moment, I'm so upset. I'm like, I will never speak of this. I will never, ever talk of this. And then... As the minutes pass, it it will dawn on me the significance of what's happening. It could be anything. In this case, it was the Gary incident. I was like, son of a bitch. Um, With great power comes great responsibility, and this story must be told. Aram says, Gary persevered, and the NFK looked like a boss at the wedding. All right, that's all on the horizon. All of that. This is the only show where I, there are days when I'm not even here and it's still the most entertaining thing that you will encounter in the course of your day. I'm very excited about this edition of um, Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. You go from Gary from the Men's Warehouse to the Z-Speed Mobile Mechanic tale and then it finishes with another bit about a um, my adventure to New York City with the Queen of the Forest. Mm-mm-mm. That's that's a hit right there. Dear Meathead, 30 minutes away. Reach out, Eric, at ericzaneshow.com. If you have a question for Dad, what was the thing I said I was going to talk to him about? Yeah, I was spending all my money. Okay. 
For those of you that are enjoying the show on Facebook, YouTube, and X, I'm going to send you on your way. If you want the show uninterrupted, you have to go to Twitch. Download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane Live. That's my username, Eric Zane Live, all one word, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, follow the page, I should say, then uh, subscribe to the channel, linking up your Amazon Prime so you can get the show live commercial free. Otherwise, just sit through the commercials, no big deal. If you aren't able to subscribe, uh, don't pull a Kenny and bitch about it for five straight days. You can also download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. You can find me on Patreon, like I've talked about earlier today, and you can sign up for free on Patreon. So today's Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and today's Who Are These Free Beers? You can see it for free. Just go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you've not done this before, you can only do this once. Sign up for the freebie. And then you can um, watch the show, listen to the show, whatever you want for seven days free. You, How it works is you put a payment form in and then you're in business. Uh, if the seven days pass and you haven't canceled, uh, then they charge you five or 10 or I, I, I charge you. What the fuck? They charge you. I charge you. Uh, five or ten bucks a month, depending on which one you selected. However, if you cancel, you get the seven days. So literally, people say, "Easy, why do you always talk, mention this?" They go, "Well, I want them to know. I, I don't want to try to trick people into paying me. I want them to actually enjoy the shit." Do it this way: sign up, immediately cancel, enjoy the seven days, and then decide if you want to actually. Uh, you know, pay the five or 10 bucks a month for Patreon. More often than not, people do. And I appreciate that. Thank you. But I figured I'd be upfront with you. If anything, I'm always upfront with you. I'm not going to bullshit anybody. I'll be an asshole, but I'm not going to bullshit you. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I think it's worth it. I think it's awesome. But I'm the number one fan of me. Okay. Facebook, X, and YouTube, thank you so much. Uh, Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Um, X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Follow me on those platforms as well. The open and the live stream of the Eric Zane Show podcast is brought to you by new sponsor, the Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, The season opens up November 12th. And at halftime, they feature the Red Panda. Most of you don't know anything about the Red Panda. I've discussed the Red Panda on this show the last time I saw the Red Panda. But for the home opener on Sunday the 12th, you get a chance to see the red panda. Now, I'm not talking about the adorable creature. No, no. I'm talking about the act, the red panda. Which I hope I can get it. My computer's acting up. I'll be pissed off after this big sell if I can't actually locate it on here. 
Aha. It's a halftime show and she's on a damn uh, unicycle. And um, so she's on a gigantic unicycle. And believe it or not, she has bulls in her hands. Now, it's hard to describe this, but she sets one bull on top of her head with the opening up. And then she puts uh, a bull on her toe with the opening down. You just got to see it. Okay. I don't know why I'm trying to explain it to you. This is so intensely awesome. Audio check, video check. Here you go. This is at the Alabama basketball game. Okay, one bull on her toe. And then a bull on top of that. And another bull on top of that. So three bulls. Now watch this shit. I'm telling you, that is just the beginning. You ain't seen nothing yet. The red panda is worth the uh, uh, price of admission alone. Okay. Let's see. Let me give you the details of the Grand Rapids gold. Uh, First of all, in November, $5 flash sale. For all November games. That is awesome. $5 for a ticket. There is a link. There will be a link in the uh, comments of this podcast for you to get the $5 tickets. The home opener is Sunday, November 12th at 3 p.m. Sunday, November 12th, 3 p.m. with the Grand Rapids Gold. I will be there, of course, courtside. You can come say hello. If they don't stop you, uh, the first thousand fans get um, magnets, team magnets. It's Veterans Night, half off, all grandstand st- uh, seats for veterans. Taking on the in state rivals, the Motor City Crews. The Motor City Crews, that's the Pistons. Remember, the Pistons yanked the affiliation from what was then the Grand Rapids Drive. And then we said, fuck you. We're going to go over to Denver and become their partners, their affiliate. And now Denver's world champions. So fuck the Pistons and fuck the crews. Uh, Saturday, November 18th, it's Nuggets night. The NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. You get a Nugget championship ring. And that's the game, November 18th, that the Red Panda is going to be there. Again, taking on the Motor City Crews. So for those first two games, you can get tickets for just five bucks. Link in the show notes of this. You got home opener Sunday, November 12th, 3 p.m. And then uh, six days later, November 18th, Saturday, November 18th, 7 p.m. With halftime performance from the Red Panda. More than half of their games this year are on the weekend. The previous year at Van Andel Arena, the goal did not have a lot of weekend games, maybe one or two. 
because it was late in the year that they were able to make their schedule. But uh, they're in, uh, they're really killing it now. In fact, on uh, you know how like at the Grand Rapids Griffins games when they have $2 beer, $2 dogs, and then the fans throw shit on the ice? Well, you get the same thing with the, with the goal, except they do it Thursdays and Fridays. $2 beer, $2 dogs, $5 upper bowl tickets for students. Holy shit. The Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, you can get tickets online. Just Google the Grand Rapids Gold and get your tickets. Or click the link. In fact, I think I can give you the link right now. I think I can actually give it to you right now. So you can uh, go ahead and uh, get tickets for Red Panda. Oh, shit. It's making me log into my own page. Sorry, I'll get that later. All right. Thank you very much to the Grand Rapids Gold for being a partner of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Much appreciated. Uh, It's a fantastic partnership. Hello to Excellent Installation. That would be Jacob Bennett. His uh, flooring company is now known as Excellent Insulation. Installation, not insulation. Installation. If you want flooring installed, Professionally, the first time, reach out to Jacob, 616-318. That's 616-318-0167. 616-318-0167. Install the flooring correctly the first time for the lowest price possible. 616-318-0167 for excellent installation. Uh, dear me, Dad, in 20 minutes. If you have a question for Dad, Eric at EricZanecho.com. I don't know if um, any of you remember the name Kevin Brennan. Uh, Kevin is in a shit ton of, uh, well, there's a lot of controversy going around about Kevin Brennan. I, I don't think he thinks it's any problem. Uh, Kevin is a, is a major fucking troll and an asshole. It's very, very funny, I think, uh, because I like that type of humor. But I'm guessing right now, um, if I went into any um, chat group discussing the passing, like if I went on Reddit and discussed uh, the the passing of Matthew Perry and said I like Kevin Brennan, people would want to kick my ass because he made some asshole-ish remarks about... um, about about Matthew Perry. He hosts the Misery Loves Company podcast. Kyle says Kevin is a fucking idiot. Why, why do you say that about him? Is it is it because of what he said about Matthew Perry? Uh, he used to be on Saturday Night Live. For not a ton of time. He was on Weekend Update. Kyle says he's doing his KB impersonation. Uh, Kenny says not a single person on this planet has uh, anything negative to say about Matthew Perry. Cole says that he's a fucking idiot is his catchphrase. See, I don't know. I, I, I barely have 
have heard him, but when I have, I've always found him funny. This is Kevin Brennan years ago on Weekend Update. And now we- with Colin Quinn. Some insight into the Super Tuesday primaries Weekend Update political correspondent, Kevin Brennan. How young he looks. Now he looks so fucked up. I mean, he's like 62, 63, but he looks like he's like 93. Thank you, Colin. So it looks like we're down to two candidates, Republican George W. Bush and Democrat Al Gore. Let's look at how they're different. Gore went to Harvard, whereas Bush went to Yale. Bush's father used to be president, but Gore's father used to be a senator. They both served in the military during Vietnam. Gore was a roving reporter who never roved near enemy lines. And Bush served in the Texas National Guard, where he did an excellent job keeping the Viet Cong out of Dallas. They're also both soft money whores who pretend to be reformers. I personally don't see much difference. Okay. Kevin has gone on to become, um, you know, not as low as me, but a low-level podcaster. There's a group of people in the, uh, who are these podcast universe that kind of like a lot of uh, incestuous behavior. Uh, who are these podcast universe in the um, compound media universe? Uh, he <laughs> he tweeted out after Matthew Perry died. Matthew Perry drowned in a hot tub. Ha, 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 And that was it. That was all he had to do. And uh, now when you hear about somebody tweeting out, ha, 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 what, I mean, that isn't really a joke. It's just him being a dick. I'll just read to you the way they're covering it. Like on Yahoo Entertainment, uh, everybody loves Matthew Perry, as as you all know. And uh, so the headline reads, Washed Up XSNL Comic Tries, quote, to stay relevant by mocking Matthew Perry's death. Now, uh, I'll say this about Kevin Brennan. I don't think Kevin Brennan is trying to stay relevant. I think he really thought it was funny that Matthew Perry died in a hot tub. I mean, he's that fucked up. Uh, I'm not going to try to explain things on behalf of Kevin Brennan and side with him, but holy shit. Former SNL writer has decided to become public enemy number one by relentlessly mocking the death of beloved actor, Matthew Perry. Kevin Brennan took to X to throw a jab at the circumstances Perry was found in at the time of his death. After getting called out by fans for his tasteless comment, Brennan doubled down by stating how much he, quote, loves when junkies die. Now, to be fair, uh, well, Kevin Brennan is probably has his fingers crossed that they will find loads of chemicals inside Matthew Perry's body, but I, I doubt it. And what many are tagging as distasteful and uh, and crude former Saturday night live writer, Kevin Brennan chose to mock the passing of friend star, Matthew Perry with a demeaning comment about his death in a jacuzzi. Uh, he's come under fire from everyone slamming him for resorting to making jokes about a person's death. 
So you get the usual outrage. This person writes, this man is mourned because he made us all laugh. Something clearly no one will say the same for you when it's your time. Well, that's true. And I, I don't think Kevin Brennan cares. I mean, no one's going to go, oh, God, I'm so, I'm so upset Kevin Brennan's dead. He's pretty much a piece of shit, but he knows it. Uh, another person tweeted, you are a low-life human being and pathetic. You're probably jealous of him because you will never be as wonderful as he was. Karma. Uh, definition of a pathetic attempt to get attention right here. I didn't know you existed until today, and I can see why. Going to going to go forget about you now. My life will be better for it. So everybody's just killing him. And then he wrote, I didn't mock it. I didn't mock his death. And then he says, I just thought it was funny. And then he wrote, but I do love it when junkies die. And then someone wrote, what's funny? And he wrote, it's funny because he died in a hot tub. He could have just stood up. Because he drowned in a hot tub. He could have just stood up. Which is, yes, that's true. He could have just stood up. But I'm sure that there's more to it than that. I I doubt that he just drowned in a hot tub uh, and didn't have the uh, wherewithal to, to stand. I I don't think that happened. I'm, I will go out on a limb and say something else incapacitated him. Now, it might have been his ticker. Who knows? Maybe we'll find that out down the road. But goddamn, I would never have the nerve because I'm an asshole, as you know. But I would fuck that. God damn. I, I get I get upset. I get bummed out if I say something that pisses off all the Republicans. And then they come after me. I get all worried that, oh no, this is going to implode around me. I can't believe it. Uh, Chris says, Perry was an addict. It's not like the guy from that 70s show who raped women. Give the guy a break. Well, yeah. Kenny calls him a cock. Amanda calls him a dumbass. Kevin Brennan sucks so much dick. He needed the infamous stuttering John to make him relevant again. You better hope nobody finds them. There are a bunch of fans that are going to kick his ass. Kristen Maine says, I don't even find it funny that he finds it funny. I find it funny that he would have the nerve to do that and to double down. I don't believe that he really finds it funny. It's just icky. It's just fucking wrong. I could never fuck. Yeah, I, I just couldn't do it. I'm not saying... That it uh, maybe it, maybe it's good for him to 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 do that, but holy shit! Uh, Becca Shea says the same thing. Why is that funny? Kenny says, "Fuck that guy. Who the fuck would do that?" Well, this is the type of dude who digs his heels in too. And by the way, I don't think he's gonna live long, uh, Kevin Brennan. This you you saw that clip of him on Weekend Update. This is uh this is an indicator that he's going to die soon. 
Kevin looks like this in 2000. This is what Kevin looks like now. <laughs> Life has not been easy on Kevin. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, so that that's trending. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, we talked about this quite a bit on uh, the Anthony Cumia show yesterday. Carl and I filled in, and um, we had a hell of a time. I'll post it on Patreon when E-Rock sends it along for you guys to check out. Linda says, yikes, concerning Kevin Brennan. Amy suggests he's aged in dog years, which is just funny as fuck. Corey says people are talking about him mission accomplished. And that's what Carl was suggesting that he's taking a victory lap. I I would not be, if I stepped in it that bad, I would get so anxious. Okay. Of everyone hating me. There's a fine line between being an annoying pain in the ass like me to being just an, an absolute pile of shit. Ryan says, I think he looks better today than in the year 2000. And I have no idea who this man is. Well, now you know who Kevin Brennan is. Uh, all right. Uh, there is a kidney donor in the news. About six months ago, a guy by the name of uh, Scott Panawozniak reached out to me. He says, Easy, uh, I listen to your show. And um, I know about you and your kidney. And I saw a story on Wood TV 8. I go, okay, yeah, yeah, tell me more. And he says, well, there's a local lady who needs a, uh, who needs a kidney. And uh, I'm going to give it to her. I go, holy shit. I go, well, tell me more. And uh, he's talking about how there's a couple things he had to do to get uh, his body right. He wasn't 100% ready, but he fucking did it. I told you this story. Do you remember when I told you about during the summer, I did that um, event at the uh, uh, Grand Rapids Zoo, the John Ball Park Zoo. And there was a guy there who donated a kidney, a living donor, and they were both there. I had mentioned this. Uh, this is their story. I'm going to feature them on, on this show. I'll, I'll bring them in. They are um, Scott and Amy. But both local people. Back in February, we told you the story of a woman in desperate need of a kidney donation. She could no longer use dialysis and only had months to live. But watching the newscast that night was a West Michigan man who decided to change that. Hi. A single hug, an embrace between friends, lovers, family. How are you doing? How are you doing? But this one. Oh, nice to meet you. Oh, my God. 
is between strangers. It's pretty emotional when I when I think about the story. Strangers with one big thing in common. And I want to tell the world what happened. Each have one kidney of the same pair. It's really um, a miracle. This time last year, Amy McKay was faced with a tough reality. You can't do dialysis anymore. And they took the port out of my chest and they were like, you need to find a living donor stat because my numbers were terrible and I was basically dying. They said you have like, you know, four, four or five months. Her kidneys were failing. Well, I called WZZM when I was desperate for a kidney. Watching at home was Scott Panwowzik. Wife woke up that morning. I was like, hey, what do you think if I give a kidney? She's like, whatever. She's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Crazy ideas. He has no connections to Amy, no mutual friends. They don't live in the same city, but blood work confirmed he was Amy's perfect fit. We were a match because what are the odds? He's a stranger. In July, still never having met, they both went in for surgery. A uh, five hour surgery can save someone's life. Right. Why not? I mean, the minute that that kidney was in me, it was it was working. And the doctors were absolutely amazed. And even now they're amazed because it's working 100% and all of my blood work is fantastic. So yeah, it's because it's-, it's better than mine. <laughs> Hours later, that first hug. I mean, he saved my life. So what can I say? He's the greatest guy. If I can do that, why not? I got two of them. Strangers then, but- Look at it. That's the moment I was telling you about at the John Ballpark Zoo. Look at my fat face. Fuck shit. Is that how I look? This is me being introduced to these people. Definitely not now. I mean, we text all the time. I mean, it's like another thing. yeah, he can't get rid of me. Now Everybody wants these two to bone now, but I think they have significant others. All because Scott embraced the unknown. It's easy. It's simple. And saved Amy's life. That is fucking great. What is this? I don't know. Some type of virus. So I got to get these, uh, get these two on. Uh, I should probably give him a call right now. Just say, hey, buddy, I'm here. Hold on a second. Here. Yeah, he reached out to me. We became, we became, uh, we became pals. See if I can get Scott on. Ah, nope. He's at work. Bob says, wow, who's cutting onions? Oh, my God. Yeah, um, that was absolutely incredible. Ask him how his spermatic cord is doing, says Tyler. Mine, I think, is okay now. It's taken forever. Uh, Cole adds, he's already put a kidney in her. Why not put something else in her? Uh, let's see. Is Dear Meathead today? Yes, we are just a couple minutes away. Linda says, ooh, he'd be boning his kidney. All right, let me check to see if uh, any of you have any questions for dad on Dear Meathead? Nathan, Kenny. Kenny asks him a Star Wars question. Holy shit. If you have a question for dad, uh, reach out. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right, we're going to bring in Dad here. Hey, guy. I'm excited about the retelling of the Gary from the Men's Warehouse saga. I'm glad some of you will get to hear that for the first time. Hello, Grand Rapids. Hello. Hello. Hey. How you doing? I'm well. Happy uh happy Wednesday, Dad. Yeah, same to you. And your voice is kind of Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's that speaker thing, you know? Okay, speak. Hey, I'm here. Hey, thank oh, you. Okay, that's I didn't do it. You did it. Yeah, I know. Joanne <laughs> <laughs> did it. Uh, typically, you'll say, you sound like you're at the bottom of a well. Yeah, you sound like you're at the bottom of the well. And you were. Uh, well, so how's it going? Welcome to you. Did you get any snow there that's going to affect your leaf picking up? Uh, not really. It doesn't. We we got snow, but it's nothing to speak of. It's on the grass. On a paved area, doesn't have to show any sign of it. Is that going to slow down the leaf uh, uh, process of picking up the leaves? Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll be doing that. Okay. All right. Well, it's going to be cold out there, Dad. You got to be careful. Know. You know. Yeah. Hey, I picked up two big bundles of. Uh, uh, what, what did I pick up, George? Leaves yesterday. Wait, did you did you forget they were called leaves? Yeah, <laughs> I just woke up, man. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so, Dad, I understand no trick or treaters yesterday. None, zippo. What's going on there? Not, what? Not what? one. Did you have your light I on? No. Huh? Did you have your light on? No, because nothing was happening. Did you maybe? Nobody. You, uh-huh. Uh huh. Nobody was around. Did you uh, carve a pumpkin or uh, a pumpkin or anything like that? No, we didn't do nothing. All right. Uh, all right. We decorated the windows. We decorated the windows. Yeah, I was gonna say if you were carving a pumpkin, that would worry me because it involves you having a sharp object. No, actually, it was just totally quiet. Uh, Chris writes, uh, I hope you and Joanne had a good Halloween. And uh, Well, we relaxed a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. He said... We, uh, we, we bought a nice, nice... We watched a nice movie. Spooky. Spooky. Oh, yeah? Which one did you watch? Like uh, Freddy Krueger? Halloween? We don't remember. Ah, uh, boy, it couldn't have been that great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris says, Dear Meathead, I discovered a mole in my yard. 
You ever had a mole in the yard? Yes, I got a lot of them. They're really terrorizing the place. Yeah, he he goes, I need help, meathead. Well, how am I going to get rid of the mole? Get a trap. A trap? Oh, okay. I've seen those. I, I've I've never used one of those, but yeah, I I guess it works. We got a lot of holes in here. So then it uh, it kills the thing, and then you just pull up the trap, and then the 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 mole stays in the ground. No, it's on the end of the trap. It's the end of the trap. Oh, when you pull it out, you got a mole at the end of the trap. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah, terrible. But it works, huh? Uh, yeah, it does. I was going to get a machine gun, but it didn't work. Have you ever, uh, have you, you strike me as the type of guy, um, who would pour, put gas in a hole and then light it? No, I did not mess around this year. Have you I ever? Let them have whatever they want. Okay. You've, you've, have you ever done that though? Put gas in the ground and then lit the gas on fire and then just kind of like, not really, because uh, I, I thought that the gasoline penetrates in the dirt. And yeah, I, I yeah. Know. Hey, that's that's good thinking, you know? I mean, you got to protect the, the environment. The grass and all that, so. I wish you would have felt that way back when you, uh, up north, when you would just take the garbage and throw it in the woods. <laughs> yeah, well. I, I've been hey, cl- yeah, I've been pulling I that out. Learn. I've been pulling that out for years. There's like cans of paint and motor oil and. You did that? Yeah, I keep stuff. The, the dogs discover it. It's like a 30-year-old pile of garbage. Oh, my gosh. I found a vacuum. And I remember you and I dug up something, a uh, big, big chunk of, uh, not dug up, it was just laying there. Vacuum cleaner? Uh, not a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Big, uh, flat piece of something, whatever it was. I know exactly what you're talking about. I got to go through that with a with a with like a metal detector. You know, there's probably uh, uh, rusty nails that the dogs are going to step on. Thanks. Now, I ask you. I'll ask you a question. Maybe you know. What if you don't do nothing? What happens? Well, eventually it'll. Uh, you know, uh, the metal will rust and become one with the soil. I guess after about a hundred years. Yeah. Is oh that, well. Is that is that what you were wondering? What what happens to garbage? No, no, no. The animals. Oh, uh, wait. No, I th- we we're talking about two different things. I was talking about garbage. You're talking about animals. Yeah. You mean like okay. when? You mean like when they die? Yeah. I mean, no. You say you don't. If you don't do nothing, they just live there. I, I think so. I, I I mean, I would guess that uh, that that's pretty much how how it goes. That's interesting oh, well. that you were, you were thinking about that though. Uh, oh yeah, because uh, I remember I I think I caught a few of them. You you caught animals? Not animals, a little rugrats. Oh, oh, we're talking about a mole. Moles. Okay, I I thought we were talking about garbage. You're talking about moles, and I'm talking about garbage. Oh, the garbage we eat. <laughs> just having fun yep dad mark writes this uh dear meathead um as a fellow woodworker i was wondering what types of wood 
did you enjoy working with before the accident? Rest in peace to your fingers. God, I don't remember. Like, didn't you make uh, uh, picture frames? You made you made picture frames. I no, I was actually cutting. What the heck was I cutting you? Yeah, I thought I you were. Make, I thought you were making frames. I thought you would use frames. Yeah. Was there like a certain wood that you would like? You know, you got like oh, no, any kind of any kind of oak, wood, walnut, maple, whatever. Oh no, I was not particular about those things. You didn't care. I it as long as it's wood, I, I you know work work with it. You could make a picture frame out of finger if you wanted to. <laughs> You're being funny, Mister. That was my. You ought to see my hand. Oh, I've it's, I've seen it. Okay. I I just posted a picture yesterday. On two of the fingers are three of the fingers are different sizes. I, I took a picture of. Look uh, at that. I took a picture of you and Joanne, and oh. um, at the wedding at Jackie's wedding, and and uh, and there's a, it's a really nice picture, but it's obvious that you have, uh, you know. Couple of those fingers are a little shorter than the other ones, but uh, hey, yeah, right. What the hell? I mean, uh, I think I think you've learned your lesson. Yeah, I don't mess around. I haven't done any work out there in the winter time. Oh, we just swept the grudge out of all that sawdust. You put in well, yeah, I, I mean, I rake, you, you know. Find a stick you run out the saw in half. What? Oh. You're you're are you still using the saw? Is that right? Yes. He sneaks out there and cuts wood when he's not looking. With the table saw? No, he's no, 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 no. trying to saw. The table saw doesn't work anymore. Oh, thank God. They all got to be repaired, man. Things are going to hell. Oh, God. You you scare me. You realize that, don't you? Yeah, well, I don't know. No, I know. You definitely scare me. You, it's just no question. But, uh, I, I, you know, it uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. I actually didn't do nothing yesterday. Okay, fair enough. Just don't. I, uh, I, 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 I gathered up two huge bundles of, uh, oh, what was that, Joanne? Sticks? Uh, Leaves. We, weed. Leaves. Leaves. Oh, you, Leaves. There you go again. You can't, you can't remember the word leave again. Okay. I can't. Okay, listen. <laughs> It's your turn. You, you you get there. I know it. It's it's coming for me too. I already feel like I've got like I'm halfway there right now. So yeah, but you got about twenty years to go. Uh, yeah, maybe less. Maybe less. I hope not. I hope not either. Uh, I I hope not too. Kenny writes, uh, "Hey, uh, Meathead, uh, Eric was talking about Star Wars movies the other day. Uh, yeah. Do you like Star Wars movies?" Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Now, do you remember what some of those characters um, are in the Star Wars movies? No. Okay, do you remember the guy who's all dressed in black? No, I do not recall him. Are you aware of what a lightsaber is? Yes. Okay, the guy in the black has a lightsaber. His name is uh, Darth what? Darth Vader. There you go. Oh, I knew you'd get it. Yeah, okay. okay. And his son is named Luke. Vader. No. <laughs> no, not not Luke Vader, but Luke. Luke. <laughs> Joanne, do you, Joanne, do you know it? 
Skywalker? Skywalker! Yes! Well, I remember that. Yes, of course you do. Holy cow, that's awesome. Wow. You know, that's still very popular to this day. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's that's a really uh, uh, memory uh, and a half, you know. Yes, it is a memory and a half, as you say. Uh, uh, Nathan writes this. Dear Meathead, um, when it comes to potty training my son, I raised him to sit down when he goes pee. Is that good or bad? I think it's good, but then again, uh, I don't know. How did you learn how to take a pee? Well, he, uh, you know, what he did was he says it's easier to clean up, and then I don't, and because he's he's uh, worried that it, it's just a pain in the butt because the kid pees everywhere when he's standing up. So he's teaching him. He ch- it taught him to learn. I mean, to pee sitting down. Which, and he wants to know, he wants to know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. To teach him? Well, yeah, he taught him to, he he convinced him, hey, son, the only way to pee is to to sit on the toilet as opposed to stand up at the urinal. Yeah. And so he thinks, he wants to, he wants you to, he wants your opinion if you think that that's a bad thing or a good thing. I think, uh, how do you pee? Well, I well I pee the same way you do. I I usually stand up oh, when I go pee, okay. and uh, so his kid sits. This kid is uh, quite young, and he sits down to pee, and so he's afraid though that the kid's only going to do that. Like when he's adult, he's going when he's an adult, he's going to sit to pee. I don't think so. When he's an adult, you teach him to do it one way; they'll do it that way. <laughs> Well, I can't. I mean, if I'm 18, the last thing I want to do is have my dad teach me how to go pee. Man, I don't know. These guys got a lot of questions. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I I remember. In fact, uh, maybe last year we were out there in uh, in your place. Yeah. I just peed in the jungle. Uh oh. Oh, well, yeah, we're up north. You can do that. It, up north. Yeah, but you, you didn't sit down. I, I took a few steps inside. Right. You know, oh, that's fine. Way out there. Well, it's, off of your property. Well, according to Nathan, he's going to teach his kid to go in the woods and lay in the leaves or something because. Oh, come on. That's crazy. Don't torture the kid. Yeah. <laughs> no, you got to teach the kid to pee standing up. That's, that's, uh. Yeah, I think that's a horrible thing to not teach to to teach the kid to pee. Well, yeah, you. Yeah, I, mean, I, I see that. I mean, I see his point. Right, girls girls sit to pee and boys stand, and that's just the way yeah. it is. There's there's no there's no there's no finagling that. It's this is a it's a huge I mean, mistake. Yeah, I mean, uh, just just pick them up and walk them out there at the edge of whatever you're going. Yeah, to do. just leave. Well, yeah. They, if you got a bathroom, do, do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have I to pee out. The bathroom. He does. You forgot about the bathroom. How do you forget? Jesus. <laughs> oh man, what a! I didn't know it was a torture raising a kid nowadays. Oh know? yeah. Apparently, this guy's making it difficult. You know, he's he's teaching the kid to sit to pee. Might as well put a bra on him. 
<laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, poor kids. Yeah. All right. Very good. Um, let's see. Lori uh, writes, Dear Meathead. Hi, Lori. And she says, I repainted my kid's bathroom last spring, and I got all new curtains and rugs. I bought a new towel hanger, and my husband doesn't like it, so he won't put the towel hanger up. Uh, we ha- What's the big deal about a towel hanger? I don't, I don't know what his problem is. Uh, she, she continues and says, uh, I can do this myself, um, but right now the towel hanger is, uh, sits in the box on the counter for seven months. How do I get him to hang it up? I tried bribing him with lasagna. I think she's talking about food. It didn't, yeah. it didn't work. Please tell my husband to hang up the towel hanger for me. So- Tell me, Ed, what's, what's your big deal about hanging up a towel? No, a towel hanger. A, a hanger. Yeah, it's, it's a pull, you know. A one-time job. Yeah, it takes a minute. What the hell's wrong with that guy? The towel cover up anyway. And the house, house situation is not the husband's problem. The woman is doing a good job doing it. Leave her be. So, yeah. the house situation is not the husband's problem. No. The, uh, the girls, the, the lady is uh, interested in neatness and all that and wants her hung. I mean, what's a big deal? Let her hang. She also lives in that house. Well, she wants him to do it, though. Do you uh, think, you know, she wants him to, uh, whatever, bust out the tools. Well, what's, what's wrong? She's she's given him the uh, 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 opportunity to think that she is important in that house, so she can do these things. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I I I'm I'm dumbfounded as well. I don't know why he wouldn't want to do that. I but you know sometimes that happens in my house where my wife wants something done, and then I just kind of like prioritize, and then it kind of slips off my radar. It's all excuses, really. Um, See, Men, men actually hang around a house not as often as women do. And then she wants something done, they let her do it or you teach her how to do it or do it for her. All right. That is all sound advice. I think he should take take your advice, Lori. Just play it's this. Not, it's, not, it's not worth to have all of the difficulties of the day. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Um, Brian writes, uh, let's see, dear meathead. This is another toilet, uh, another topic on toilets. So, but it's, it's separate than what we talked about earlier. Brian writes, I know a guy who, when he uses the toilet, sometimes he leaves horrible poop smears all over the toilet. What What a man is a jerk. What should I do about this? Thank you, Brian. I don't really don't have an, uh, uh, an allergy for that, but uh, what the hell is the matter with him? That's a great question. I mean, you know, he sits on a toilet. Yeah. Yeah, he sits on it, and then somehow he's, while he's taking care of business, Somehow the poop winds up in other places uh, other than the toilet. He's 
sounds like he's an idiot doing that. <laughs> I don't understand it. All my years, I've never had that problem. No. Well, thank God. I don't think Joanne would have stayed with you if you did. Oh, no. I don't know who taught <laughs> me that, that but that, that's the way it went. All right, Dad, we've covered a lot of ground here. We, uh, we, we really dove deep on uh, teaching the kid to pee standing up out in the woods. Uh, we, you, we talked about the house. Oh, in other words, it's not important to do it if you're in the woods. Is that it? No, no, I'm just, I was just reviewing the things we covered. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, we also, the house situation is not the husband's problem. Uh, <laughs> men don't hang around the house as much as women. And when it comes to poop on the toilet, you do not have an analogy about that. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I think if you, I really, if you show the kid two or three times to sit on a toilet and do it out there, uh, it should correct itself. I agree. I agree. Um, okay, Dad, this is the 1st of November, and um, Thanksgiving is just, uh, let's see, a we- four weeks and a day. Wait a minute. Three weeks and a day, I believe. Yeah. Until we are uh, ready to go for Thanksgiving. That is the next time I will see you. You must be excited. You're coming over, aren't you? Exactly. Yes. I will be at uh, Elizabeth and Mike's. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. We're going to pig out. We're going to watch a football game. It's going to be just like old times. And this time, and this time I won't have COVID, hopefully. Okay. Hey, everybody loves you guys. Uh, we love you. Yeah. You got an awesome uh, audience there. Thank I'm you. I'm you uh, know one at a time who they are and what they are. Hey, they, yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of these names are very familiar to you, and uh, hopefully, and uh, yeah, they 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 just love hearing from you. It would be a uh, sad, sad day if I wasn't able to talk to you guys. Well, thank you, and they're awful nice uh, audience. I'll tell you that right now. Okay, love you guys. Love you too. I want to say hello to the family. You got it. Eric. Yes, honey. Bye. Eric. Yes, Eric. ma'am. Uh huh. I'm cleaning the garage and you got first divvy, so come down here with your truck someday. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That sounds great. All right. I was taking my tools and all that, oh, uh, fussing them around. What a. Okay, I I love it. Thank you. Okay. Well, okay. you're going to be down here, so we'll take a visit. Sure thing. Okay, bye bye. There you go, dear meathead. Boy, that really blew his mind about sitting to pee. Uh, Chris, one he sent this one in late. The Hall of Famer from Maine. He writes, it would probably scramble Meathead's brain, but our local school system has a girl who uses a fake penis to pee standing up in the boys' bathroom. What are your thoughts? You know, it. he seemed a little bit crispy. And he, was, he couldn't think of the word for leaves. That's remarkable that that happens, though. I have so many questions. 
does she keep the, the penis like in her book bag? And then when she has to pee, she just uh, fixes it right to the special spot in order to go pee in the boys' bathroom. God damn. What an absolute pain in the ass. I really think that if I uh, was in charge of a school system, I would make boy bathroom, girl bathroom, transgender boys, transgender girls. I actually build two more bathrooms. So if you're a girl becoming a boy or has become a boy or a boy becoming a girl, you would have your own bathroom. And I'd have my own sports teams. Uh, and then they wouldn't have any other opponents because nobody else would do it. I think that's what we need to do. I think, I think we need, in order to keep everybody happy, because it's really becoming a problem with, um, athletes that are boys becoming girls. There was one, I, I saw the one kid who was a cross country runner and he was a pile of shit boy cross country runner, but he was a kick-ass girl runner or this person was a kick-ass girl runner, transgender woman. That is not fair. There is no way you can convince me that that is appropriate. You get chicks who were born chicks that are running as chicks who are getting their ass kicked now. I no. that's how can that be? That's crossing the line. That's too much. Equality in rights, not in sports. Fuck that shit. Come on now. Anyway, uh, thank you to my dad and Joanne. I'm for everything else. I mean, I have a transgender person in my life. I even had a discussion um, with Ash about it. I go, yeah, that's that's not fair. Well, yeah, but, but uh, I go, no, no, it's just not fair. I don't. It, it doesn't. How? I said, the only way that this can be is if um, enough people are transgender to field a team. Amanda says, so what do they need to do? Oh, now that I don't know what they need to do. I'm just telling you, it's just not fair. Corey agrees. That runner is in Maine, I guess. No more public bathrooms, just stalls. We are all equal. We can all shit in the same hole. Isn't that crazy? We have to have like wars about uh, where people go to the bathroom. This is ridiculous. Speaking of going to the bathroom, your old pal EZ is doing that now. I'll be right back. All right. You're like, Eric Zane, where did you go? Uh, Diana is under the weather, so I had to help her. Longer pee breaks equals better prostate. No, it, it, it was much more involved than that. Sorry about the delay. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, uh, Diana, Queen of the Forest is, uh, is not, she's home. Actually, this works out great because she had a day off from school and she's sick as shit. Oh, fuck. 
she, I, I had to kick her out last night because she was keeping me. I go, you got to go. And so she, I kicked her out and, and uh, she's like, why don't you go? I go, well, no, I can't do it. I could have let her sleep in the bed, but I, I am the lightest sleeper ever. If there's anything different, I just don't sleep. Uh, Joey go blue. Uh, writes, is he smearing shit on the bull? He could be referring to me or the NFK. I bring it up because, uh, he's obviously a Michigan fan. You know, when you're a Michigan fan, that's what you do. And any, any way you can put uh, like in a username, you're going to reveal your allegiance. You're going to be like Harbaugh one Oh one five or Harbaugh ABC or Michigan, or I love Jamie Morris, or whatever the fuck your username is. So he is Joey Go Blue, which means he doesn't like it that there's turmoil at Michigan. That the coach is saying, "Ah, oh, no, I didn't have anything to do with sign stealing." He's like, "Come on, give me a break." You of course, of course, you did. Now Central Michigan University is ratting out Michigan. Where they're like, yeah, there was uh, that one guy, Connor Stallion was here. He was uh, shooting video of us taking on Michigan State. And dumb shits like Kevin Kuyper's fake news. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it didn't happen, dildo. He, this absolutely happened. Uh, Harbaugh is in deep shit. And then Michigan pulls the contract offer. How about that? Now there's already talk about Harbaugh is going to say, fuck all this shit and go back to the NFL. And the rumor is the Chicago Bears. I would love that. I would love for Motor City Dan Campbell to beat the shit out of Harbaugh. I have never liked Harbaugh. He is the biggest asshole on the planet. I even think I like, I would choose Mel Tucker over Jim Harbaugh. If I was, if I had a program, I'd say, hmm, Mel Tucker, Harbaugh. I'm going to go with Tucker. All right. Uh, it was a comment I wanted to read and I lost it. I'm losing my train of thought today. What is my problem? Anyway, uh, that's what's going on with Michigan. But back to this. Um, Thank you again to Dad on Tear Meathead and Joanne. Thank you for the questions. Brought to you by Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. That's 231-332-6505. When you need a mortgage from anywhere in the U.S., you reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Get into your home today. Quit paying rent 
When you're ready to take the plunge and get pre-approved for a mortgage, reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Thank you to Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. When it comes to navigating healthcare.gov, Frank is there to help you at no cost to you. He gets paid by insurance companies, not by customers, not by clients. He is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. My policy shop insurance. You can find out more and schedule a meeting with Frank, either by phone or in person, by going to buyinsurancehere.com, B-U-Y insurancehere.com. I know what I wanted to mention. Brandis is uh, has steam coming out of her ears because I kicked Diana out of the bed. Now, do you ever, like, have anybody ever tell you to cool your jets? Pipe down? Because that's what I'm telling you right now. You don't listen. You just fly off the handle whenever you think that I'm doing something uh, that, well, it's something you don't like. I mean, what the fuck do I? If, let, let me just tell you this. If I'm married to Brandis and she's laying in bed next to me and I am not sick and I'm a light sleeper and she's coughing up a storm. And she is a heavy sleeper. And if Brandis goes to another room, she can very easily fall asleep. If I go to another room, I will not fall asleep. You're telling me that logically I should punish myself by leaving. You see, that's why you're stupid. You have dumb takes like that. I explained it to you, dipshit. And then you give me, wow, she's sick and you kicked her out. Emoji of steam coming out of her nose. Fuck that. Who do you think I am? You think I'm, I'm some kind of a, 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 a asshole husband who doesn't take care of his wife? God damn. You are really tightly wound. I would kick your ass out so fast. Your roller derby ass would be hitting the ground. Get out! I'd actually kick you. Diana knows. In fact, I didn't even kick her out, idiot. I suggested it early in the night. And she said, no. I go, whatever. Just lay there. I don't care. So then I went to bed. And then she goes at that. Okay. I'm going on the couch. I didn't, I didn't say you have to leave. In fact, I'm going to bring her in here to discuss this right now so that you'll pipe down. What is it with you? And by the way, you can't start this fight and then go silent with me. All right. Loser. Oops. Hello. Hey. Good morning. Hi. Yeah. You're still feeling pretty bad, huh? 
And I don't feel real awful, but I just stupid cough in my voice. Now, for the record, for the record, I cannot be. Um, is that the cat? Yeah, oh. he, he always comes and sees me when there's no puppies. Oh, that's it's so Milo. cute. I love him. Uh, yeah. Everybody's giving me shit because I slept in the bed, and yeah. and you um, and you slept on the couch. Now earlier in the show, I did say that I kicked you out, but I didn't kick you out, did I? Well, you tried earlier. But did I kick you out? No. Okay. You tried to earlier, and then I kept coughing, so I just said, I'll, I'll leave, even though you should have left. Why? Why should I have left? Because I'm sick. I need the comfort. Did you sleep on the couch? Yeah. Did you sleep, not, though? I mean, well, did you actually fall asleep? I think so, but I didn't sleep well. Um, I would not have slept at all. I know you actually would not have. That, that would have just true. it would I I if you had made me get a, a go, I would have just gotten up at 11 p.m. last night and stayed up all night and just work <laughs> and just work. Well, maybe if we could build the other bed. That's been sitting in Jackie's old room for a year, I think, or so. Then maybe then I could just sleep in the nice, comfortable bed, but just not in with you. Yeah. You're right, but yeah. a handful of these audience members are like all girl power, and so they're all they're all like mad at me now because you had to sleep in the other room, and I I frankly want to slug them all right in the mouth. <laughs> That's not nice. I got uh, Chris writes Diana manned up so that Princess Eric could sleep. Uh, Amanda is suggesting you have COVID. No, I don't have COVID. It's a cold. You know, that happens in this time of year. Well, I know, but I, I think it, I thought the same thing. I think that we should, um, I think we should give you a COVID test. No. You won't even let me give you a test. We've got like a million of them. Nope. But bullshit. You, you, all it takes is a swab. Okay, thanks. Gotta go now. Bye. I'm confused. Okay, I got I got somebody making pizza on me. Okay, I'm not done talking though. You can't just because I suggested you take a COVID test. Amanda says I thought that I had a cold and it was COVID. Okay. So can we just do the little swabaroo and uh, testy test? I, no, no. Can you give me a rational explanation that would make me go, oh, yeah, I can see your point? Because I cannot afford to miss five days of school. That's why. Um, bear with me. So, But if you do have COVID and you're just doing the Dave Ward and sticking your head in the sand, you then are actually exposing the school to COVID. Okay. Is that better or worse? It's worse. Okay. But I don't want to sit here and discuss it with you. No, I think we can. I, I, okay. that. Well, we'll talk about it later. I'm not going to talk about it right now. There's nothing to talk about. I just stick the swab up your nose and we test. That's, okay. it's not, this is not a discussion. This is something that you're supposed to do. Okay. I got to go now. 
No, is that okay just to get You're rid of me? You're my voice. You're or, wasting my voice. Hold on. Is it okay just to get rid of me? Or, or okay, I see your point. I'm going to take a COVID test. Okay, both. Got to go. Bye-bye-bye. Why do you so abrupt with me? I don't understand. <laughs> what is it with all these women? Every woman in my life right now is an asshole except Amanda, and that's saying something. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I love you, but I'm leaving that. I'm hanging up now so I don't have to talk. Okay, bye. Bye. What the fuck was that? Brandis in all caps. So she's yelling at me. Says, Eric, you are wrong. And Diana just proved it. You're not sick, dipshit. She needed the sleep, you garbage person. Oh, come on now. Um, Corey says you need to tell her if she keeps, keep you up tonight. If she keeps you up tonight, she sleeps on the dog bed. You're just trying to get me in trouble. Amanda and I are on the same page. She writes, if she feels better tomorrow and goes into work without wearing a mask, she puts people at risk. I was shocked at, um, her insistence there, how stubborn she was being. That doesn't fly in this household. Dirty Raiders fan says, can't miss work. Rational. No, she can miss work. Maybe you're being sarcastic. That, uh, that annoyed the shit out of me. So much so that I'm going to take that swab and just jam it right up her nose. It's going to come out of come out of her eye COVID is still deadly all right some of you jackasses might not think that but this can still kill you people are dying every day from COVID just no one talks about it anymore it killed my mom and my wife's like "Ah, I'm not gonna do it the fuck are you talking about you're not gonna do it sir bob of oliver his stupidity is showing he says and so can the flu well exactly if she had the flu she wouldn't go to work dipshit Uh, Maureen says, why can't she swab herself? Well, yeah, okay, sure. Brandis is back, and that's unfortunate. The battle axe writes, I had to leave for a second, but I was right, so that's all that matters. I don't, I don't think you are. I don't think you are. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what. I'll go this far. I'll build the bed in the other room so that when I kick her out tonight, she can go in that room. And uh, Brandis says, well, yeah, Diana proved I was right. No, she didn't. She said that I didn't kick her out. I had suggested it earlier. And then I, she said no. And I said, okay. So I rolled over and went to bed. That's all I did. I didn't do anything else at that point. And then the next thing I know, she's getting up and leaving. 
I didn't tell her to go. I told her once. She said no. Brandis says, but she said she should have stayed. She decided that. I didn't do it. She got up and left. If she had woken me up and said, hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to bed and you're leaving. I would have left, but she didn't say shit to me. You can't do that and then turn it around on me the next day in front of uh, God and country and Brandis. Fuck that shit. Manus is the point is you should have offered to leave instead. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get a chance. She was walking out the door. You guys are assholes. Okay. And by the way, the guys here are being quiet. Can I get some assistance for my brothers to tell these bitches to shut up? Brandis says, I'm right. You're wrong. She needed the rest. Needed the rest. She is sick, period, done and done. Tyler says, compromise. You both should have left and slept somewhere else. That's dumb. Joe Martinez won't assist me. Mitch says, I sleep in the other room if my wife is sick. Fuck you. Kenny agrees with Brandis. Joe Martinez says, the girls are correct. Corey says you need to tell her if she keeps that shit up again tonight, she sleeps in the NFK's bed. Mitch says self-preservation. I don't want to get fucking sick. LOL. I would have left. Uh, Joe Martinez says, okay, fine. Fuck this. Assholes. I'm going to go give her a COVID test. What would you do if you went into the Goodwill and uh, while you're shopping for uh, candle holders, maybe a vase, denim jacket, VCR, um, old damaged board game, toaster, you have a bomblet from a cluster bomb. You 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 notice on the shelf a bomblet from a cluster bomb. I had to look that up. Didn't they show um wasn't that in the the Iron Man movie when Tony Stark was was testing the weapons? Some type of cluster bomb. This is what a this is what a cluster bomb looks like. There's cluster fuck and cluster bomb. This is a cluster bomb. All these little things inside of it are the little clusters, and then they are they're all bombs in themselves. This is a bomblet. Like that'll blow up a fucking car. So then when they're getting close to the target, this thing will open up and then all these little fucking bombs go flying out of it. That is devastating. Look at that. That I don't think that one's 
That one didn't detonate. I don't know. Anyway, some asshole is walking around the local Goodwill store. Corey says it was called the Jericho Missile System. Yeah, that's right. That was a little different. Cluster bomb is just a killing machine. Janesville, Wisconsin. Cops are called to the Goodwill store on Holiday Drive. Last week, Friday, for a suspicious device. Heavy police response. 100 officers reported to the area. They evacuated all the businesses because there's a bomblet on the shelf. Employees of Goodwill discovered the ammunitions, the ammunition and a military-grade explosive device while inventorying donated items. You know how it is. Like, when you want to get rid of all your shit in your house, get rid of your junk. You can either call Kyle with a company that used to market on this show, or you can just throw it all, like, in the bed of your pickup. And then you get to Goodwill. There's always a side door where some loser is there wearing a vest. Well, then you open up the bed of the truck, and then you punch the gas, and all the shit goes flying out of there. Or you or you go far away, and you back it up, and you jam on the brakes, and all that shit is usually like a, a playpen. Tons of clothes that don't fit from like 40 years ago. Uh, uh, useless broken toys. All told, you dump like $3 worth of shit. And then you get a receipt. And then when you do your taxes, you indicate that you gave away like four or $500,000 in goods to Goodwill. And you write that off on your taxes. Goodwill then has that loser that's working there. He has to pick all that shit up and then they have to sort through it and put a price tag on it. And then more losers go into Goodwill and buy that shit. And then those losers accumulate all of that shit. And then in a couple of years, they will bring that shit back and dump it. And then the process continues again. All the while, more and more people are dumping their own shit off So, um, we don't even need waste management in this day and age. You just take it to goodwill. Um, the people who own goodwill, then they hire the local losers to work at the store. So that's the process. Uh, we don't have a garbage issue. And then, um, all these people are put to work except for when the bomb is there. So then the guy who's collecting all the shit, he puts a price tag on the, on the live cluster bomblet and uh, you can get it next to the waffle iron and the hair curler and the iron for like $3. The bomb squad in Dane County, Wisconsin were called to the scene. The device was taken off site to be detonated. Uh, then they lifted the evacuation and everything is fine. No idea where it came from. And that's the thing about Goodwill. It goes into the abyss. If you ever, like, if you commit a crime and you have a body, you can just stuff it in a bag and drop it off at Goodwill. And they will never know. They're so dumb, they won't, they'll actually put a price tag on the body 
and put it on the shelf and someone will buy it. The body will change hands for years and years and years. Uh, goodwill is the key to being involved in criminal activities. Just take it to goodwill and everything will work out. Cole says they're, uh, they're fulfilling their community community service for multiple DUIs. Uh, that's probably where the NFK's men's warehouse suit ended up. Amanda says, I was hoping the twist was that it was a toy. No. I'll pass on the cluster bomb, but how much for the blood-soaked mattress? All true. Every bit of that story is fantastic. I love... That at Goodwill, uh, somebody dropped off a cluster bomblet from a cluster bomb and got a receipt for it and was able to put a price tag on it and get it written off on their taxes. So now we can drop off clothes, uh, a, a, a clue game with no pieces, battleship with zero pegs, uh, ping pong table, VCR, tape to tape, cassette. All dropped off with the cluster bomblet at Goodwill. Found on the shelves uh, next to the stress reliever. Um, the ants in the pants game. And uh, not to mention a lot of denim. All at Goodwill. Cole says no background checks for cluster bombs. Joey G, Joey Go Blue is still pissed off that I made fun of Harbaugh. Says should have put a hamster in a bag and dropped it off at Goodwill. Fuck you. You can get a bag of fentanyl at Goodwill. Chris says when you do drop it all off, you do it after hours. Yeah, you want so much shit by that door after hours that they can't even get into the store. You've emptied out everything that's junk in your house and you just drop it off. It's your problem. Now, if you're going to be in the business of selling everyone shit, we can drop it off all hours of the day. Absolutely. And then there's usually a sign. that says, uh, no after hours drop offs. And then around that sign is like entire dinette sets from like 1971. It's fantastic. All right. That's what's going on at your local Goodwill. Uh, He's listening right now. His name is Joe Martinez. He's an absolute legend. He's teamed up with the gas company, DTE. So that you no longer have to pay for your furnace tune-up. How incredible is that? He showed up here a week ago and he's like, yeah, you know, it's just a new deal. I'm like, well, that's, that's unbelievable. You know, I mean, it's, it's one thing to convince audience members to spend $79 on a, well, they, they should anyway, on a, on a furnace tune-up. I mean, that's just common sense. But now it's no cost to you. I had one guy reach out and says, um, hey, can I, uh, I didn't get my furnace tuned up by Joe Martinez. Can I still have DTE pay for it? 
I go, no, it's only with Joe. No one else has that. Joe has been handpicked by DTE, and they only do this because of the, uh, when they know they're dealing with someone who does quality work. So in West Michigan, the only person that does this is Joe Martinez. Get your furnace tuned up, and then you're going to be like, well, how much is it? And he's going to say no cost because DTE is covering the cost. My God, why would you not do this? 616-516-8579 today. That's 616-516-8579. Free furnace tune-up. $79. Call today to get on the schedule. It's cold. Thank you, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Love them so much. ERVines.com in West Michigan. Get your cars repaired there. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's. If you are ever in the need of getting any type of car repair, scheduled maintenance, or emergency repairs done, take it to Irvine's. All makes and models, EVs, hybrids, they do the work on all of those. They do the work that the dealers cannot and that's true. Don't take my word for it. Look at their Google reviews on their website, ervines.com. And finally, King's Room Barbershop, one of my newest sponsors. Three locations, uh, Northland Drive, Caledonia, and the newest one, 828, I'm sorry, 821 36th Street next to the costume room. Is it costume room or costume shop? I've gotten in my own head. It's the costume room. Idiot. Anyway, they're right next to them. Uh, go in there and get your haircut. Haircuts for men at King's Room Barbershop. Or if you're a chick or a chick who identifies as the dude and you get your haircut like a dude. Go in and ask about the Krantz. They are now featuring the Krantz at King's Room Barbershop. That means um, that you get your hair cut like a fuckhead. And you shave the back all the way up, almost down to the skin. And then you let the top grow long. And you let it hang down in like this weird type of like bangs deal. Some would call it the Karen. But the Krantz is a little bit different because, um, well, you have to be a fucking asshole. So they will give you a Krantz if you want to look like a fucking asshole at King's Room Barbershop. If you go to their website, kingsroom.net, all these schedules are there, location specifics and pricing. At kingsroom.net. It is time for the asshole of the day. Chris says, I got my haircut at the Northland Drive location a week ago. I appreciate that. I hope you mentioned my name. Some of you dicks are going to suggest that your old pal EZ is the asshole of the day. Um, that's that's fine. You can nominate me. Yesterday it was resident residents of Lisbon, Maine. 
as you know, 10 of your votes and one of mine is not a tie. I still win. 20 of your votes and one of mine is not a tie. I win. So if all of you suggest, all 36 of you suggest that I am the asshole of the day, I would disagree with that, not a tie. The asshole of the day today is Kevin Brennan. What kind of dick? writes ha 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 uh Matthew Perry is dead is dead that I don't that's fucking ridiculous fuck KB he's an asshole and I doubt he's gonna live very long anyway I've seen his face I think he's coming unglued god damn what is wrong with him looks like shit I hope I don't look that bad around 63 all right that is my time Thank you for being here. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Sign up for free at patreon.com slash Eric Saints. Until next time, have a good one. Bye-bye.